0: Welcome to 15 to Life, the podcast that talks about life after life in prison. Come with us on a journey and explore stories from within the prison walls to outside the prison walls. All of these podcasts are dedicated to the victims of crime. Hey, what's up everyone? Random thought for the day and just something that... I've been thinking about and this kind of aligns on the personal and the professional side and kind of where where there's some crossover but I want you guys to think about this and think about if you're a business leader how this is gonna relate to you and on a personal side and, and when I say personal we have personal goals and aspirations just like a business has you know a vision and a strategic pan, uh, plan and goals and everything else right so wh- what I want what I want talk to you guys about is dreams and forecasting or budgets for a business right so let's start with dreams right people have dreams right we have dreams like you go to sleep and you dream about stuff sure but people because of uh something they saw an experience um a movie tv it doesn't matter right they come up with dreams. Right. And as a kid, you know, you want to be a firefighter. You want to be a policeman. You want to be an astronaut. You want to be all these different things. Right. And then something happens. Right. Reality hits. Usually there's circumstances that build up to why you don't become those things. Right. Uh, I'll never forget. um, as a kid, I don't I don't even remember what I wanted, you know, what my dream was, right? And this is kinda hitting me because tomorrow's dress up day at school for my daughter and they're like, have have your kid come as what they want to be, right? And they have like all these pictures, like lawyers and doctors and stuff, right? So I asked my daughter, what do you want to be when you grow up? And she said, I wanna be Elsa from Frozen and I go, Okay, um, is there a job you want? Like, do you want to be a doctor, a nurse? You wanna be a bus driver? Like what would what, what would you want to be? Now mind you, she's five, right? She said, Daddy, I want to be a princess. And you know what? I said, one, you are a princess. Two, you will dress up as a princess then. And she will go as Elsa tomorrow because that's what she wants to be. And I'm not gonna take away from that dream. I don't want to kill her creativity, her insight, or anything else. Okay. Now let's go professional business side right I've been in plenty of roles I've developed budgets everything from as small as 13 14 million all the way up over 90 million dollar budgets with capital budgets exceeding you know multi-million dollar capital budgets dealing with all kinds of craziness anyway in those processes right you you really start digging down and when you learn about about forecasting right, where you're forecasting and like one of the things we would do with our budgets, right? You might have a budget to do whatever. We'll just use a round number, 100,000 by the end of the month, right? And so that first week, you start forecasting. How are you trending? Where do you think you're going to be? And then you report out on it, right? And don't get me wrong. Do you get a, a slap on the wrist if your forecast is wrong? Not necessarily. But at the same time, you're saying based on what's going on, who I got, blah, 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 blah. Here's where I expect to be. And then as the month inches on, you know, you can start seeing, was your forecast accurate? Is it getting better? Is it getting worse? Whatever. And then you're looking at your budget, right? And am I getting close to hitting that budget? And I'm purely talking on a retail or revenue side. So if you're in a different kind of business, you know, bear with me. It might be services rendered, patients served, whatever it may be, right? But I will tell you this there does come a point of accountability, right? Like the end of the month or whenever, whatever the time frame is on those budgets, where if you're not meeting them or exceeding them, someone's probably going to have a conversation with you, right? It might it might be a simple like, hey, you know, do better. Like there might've been mitigating circumstances of why, like the, there was a, a blizzard and businesses were shut down. Of course, you can't be expected to, to, to meet goals, right? But maybe you keep your labor hours in check. There's like so many different little intricacies, right? And if you're in one of those roles, you totally get what I'm saying. If you're not, you're probably like, well, I don't get it. I'm in HR and it doesn't make sense. But, um, the point is there is some accountability, but one thing on the business side that happens more often than not, whether it be the forecast or actually setting the budget when you're planning for the next year or whatever it is, right? You, as the expert in the room, might look and say, based on trends over the last five years, maybe 10 years, right, based on the market, the industry, everything else, you know what? I'm going to say that next year overall, we can only do about 2.5% more than we did this year. The other fallacy that I think is, is crazy when it comes to businesses, don't get me wrong, you want your stakeholders to uh, uh, get that return on their investment, Right. But especially in the nonprofit world, which is heavily where all my experience is, um, there's always a push to grow like you're a for-profit, right? But growth, right, has to be sustainable. Otherwise, you eventually find a dip. And I've seen that in so many nonprofits. A whole nother story, but like every three to five years. You could have three or five great years and then you hit a dip and then you have to reset and then you come back up and then you look good because now you're going against bad numbers. Anyway, moving on. Uh, basically, you you say that two and a half percent based on your experience, based on all the numbers, you have supporting data and then you get uh, whether it is a CFO, a COO, a CEO or the board even saying we need an extra half percent. And it's always an arbitrary half a percent, a one percent more. Where do you get that number? What facts are you basing your number on versus the number I gave you? But then you say, okay, now I'm going to do that. But now you've set this stretch goal, right? And then if I don't hit the goal because you pushed it out, but maybe I hit my goal, but I'm still held accountable to that. And now you're saying I'm not successful because I didn't hit this new number. Let's go back to dreams. The crazy thing with dreams that makes it very different from the forecasting and the budgeting is that... A dream someone could say, like, let's just say I'm talking to you and I go, you know what? I have a dream of getting up on stage and talking to 25,000 people and being able to change their lives through what I say. And then someone says, Tito, you are bat crazy. You will never do that. You know why? You were in prison. You know why? you don't have the right education you know why you don't have the right network you know what and they'll and they'll give me 38 hundred reasons of why that'll never happen without even asking to hear me speak my point is this dreams can be crushed like this from friends family people who even if they don't know you feel like they have the right to tell you what you can and can't do right on the flip side on the forecasting side, when you might be the expert in the room to put together what it should be, people will tell you, no, do more. Why is it when you're talking about your dreams, people don't tell you, that's a great dream. Set of 25,000 people, let's make it 45,000 people. And let me make sure that I'm doing whatever I can. Like if you want to have a, a YouTube virtual speaking event, make Let me help you. Like I'll repost it on all my social media. I'll try and get even more people to come and you'll start having those, those speaking engagements, even if they're virtual, right? Why don't people do that? Right. There's that saying that says, you know, if you want to support your, your friends and family and their small business endeavors, you know, do the free stuff, promote it on your social media, tell other people about it, be, be an advocate for that business and help them drive customers. Even if you're not the one paying for it. Right now, Back to the business side, right? They'll push you, right? They'll push you to stretch those goals, right? And don't get me wrong. I've seen some people sandbag, right? And I've been guilty of it. And I've even told people, like, I'm going to go light early in the year to generate that momentum, get people to really buy in and believe in. And then we slowly bring it up, especially on the heavier seasons, depending on the seasonal calendar and when your revenue comes in and all that fun stuff. But. Are those people, including yourself, if you're the one that's setting that budget, are those C-suite people or that board of directors, are they going to be there giving you support to help you achieve those goals? Are they just there to say, we need to squeeze a little bit more juice out of the fruit, but you need to do the squeezing. I just got my my, my fingers, my, my nails done, whatever, right? I just think it's amazing that if 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 you're on that dream side, people don't push you to do more. But on the flip side, the people that do will offer you support in it. They'll say they believe in you or you know what? Man, have at it. Make a plan. Go get it. For the most part, though, I've noticed most people are dream killers because they're always trying to tell someone what they can't do. On the business side, you could be the expert in the room and someone who who isn't. It might have some expertise. Maybe they've been around for a while or whatever. You know, the, hey, I've been, you know, the, in the C-suite for the last 10, 20, 30 years. So I know we can do this. Yeah, but when was the last time you ran the operations? When was the last time you got your hands dirty on a daily basis so you really know the pulse of the business? I'm ranting on about this topic because I think there needs to be a marriage of the two. I think if businesses really want to see growth and more importantly, sustainable growth, they need to really be involved with making sure that they don't just push for things because it sounds better, because it looks better on paper. They need to push for what the business can really do. And if they really want to see additional stretched gains, are they tending to the field and making sure that the fertilizers are and everything for that growth to just expect, you know, put it to you this way. If a business grows by 3 to 5%, good averages, right, every year, at what point are you adding extra staff in? At what point are you increasing wages? Uh, at what point are you getting better benefits because of all the benefits you're receiving in return? Not to mention inflation is usually 5% a year, so you have to calculate all that stuff in. But what are you doing to be part of the solution, not just part of the aggravated problem that you're creating by asking for more? On the flip side, dreams, right? I implore you all. I don't care how radical a dream sounds when it comes to, I don't think this individual can do it. Why would you ever tell someone what they can't do? Because the reality is most people will believe what they hear. And when I say that, if it's coming from someone, especially someone that they they care about, they've known for a while, I did that horrifically until I got out of prison, all the way up to prison. I listened to what everyone said. I wanted to get into UC Berkeley so bad, but I kept hanging around a bunch of nitwits. But I got away and I moved out of the, the, the... I was technically kind of still in the East Bay, but I moved away from all these people and I was able to get into UC Berkeley. Oh my God, dreams are coming true. But moving back to Berkeley got me close to all these individuals again. And I started hanging out with those individuals and my grades... We're going to be a reflection of that. I got scared because everyone said, that is too hard. You will never succeed. You're going to be a failure. And I believed them. They killed my dreams. Dreams are like a fire. They're inside of us. And those dreams are usually a real light flicker and you need to kind of fan them to get them going bigger. But it is so easy for someone else to come and just throw water on them. Or as they say, piss on your parade. You know, they and they they douse that fire. My dreams of going to UC Berkeley and graduating were doused. I dropped out. My father, of all people, totally enabled me. Let me go back to work for him where I worked until I went to prison. Crazy, right? Like if I, If I took an hour and a half and told you the whole story, you'd be like, wow. Don't let people douse your flame. Get away from those people. Find people that are going to push you. When they hear about your dream, they're going to push you to do it. They're going to be asking you, when are you going to do that? When are you going to get up there and speak to someone? Volunteer to go speak at a whatever, a high school, whatever. Just go. And yes, I'm being very transparent. I do want to do that. I want to speak in front of large groups. I want to not only tell my story, but tell the stories of all the other people that I've seen change their life and be successful. So... Align your business with how you would want someone to treat your dream. And when you treat people in the business world like you want to be treated in your personal life, I guarantee you, your culture will change. Your business will change. You will not only have growth, but you will have sustainable growth. Like Simon Sinek says, there's a finite game which is, Here's the number. We need to reach it. We need to beat our competitors and all that. And there's always an end to the game and then you kind of start a new game. Be part of the infinite game where maybe this year you take a loss because you're prepping to be there for the next 10, 20, 30, 40, 50 years. You have to be comfortable with being uncomfortable. Anyway, I love y'all. Thank you for listening to my rant. And don't let anyone douse your dreams. And remember, when it comes to the business and the personal side, there are ways to mesh the two together and make everyone happy, make the business successful, make the individual successful. And like I always say, keep people safe, keep them supported, appreciated, fulfilled, and empowered. Love y'all. This is Tito. I'm out.